The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hawk Talk. I'm your host, Pat Vinson. I'm here with my co-host, EP main man, Colin Madden. Colin, how you doing, brother? I'm all right, man. We're, we're in the thick of it right now. We are in the thick of it. I think we're hitting our first little rough patch of the season, but we've got a lot to cover. First off, let's uh, send out our congrats to Trey Young having his second baby uh, no since doubt, we man. last recorded. Teal Dove. Uh, yeah i know that's a beautiful name beautiful little baby and shout out to the young family i know they're all super excited uh so trey missed the detroit pistons game because obviously he was with his wife and um the hawks did take that first uh in-season tournament game was a victory so that was awesome 126 120 looked really good in that game don't you think yeah no doubt should we go ahead and hang the banner now yeah. i'm just going to say the hawks are undefeated. gonna look good in our rafters that's it that's it and the hawks are undefeated in in-season tournament nba history it would be yeah. so fitting that we win this thing like it would be so fitting yeah it would be um you know i'm not really going to hold out hope i'm not going to hold my yeah. breath given uh last night's performance so <laughs> obviously Dejounte he balled out against detroit yep got picked up a win everybody felt good second i have a back-to-back travel back home and the Hawks um, let one slip away. Uh, I don't know if the Knicks won it so much as the Hawks lost that one, 116-114. I think it led to a little bit of a freak out on Hawks Twitter. We had, like our, I think, our first real freak out of the season. And, you know, uh, the Hawks are still, like, not terrible in the standings. Like, where are we, 6-5 and five at this point? Yeah. And uh, ranked 8th, but it's just a log jam in the middle. So, Anyway, we're going to get to your questions. We appreciate everybody sending questions. Colin, you were there last night. Tell me, what was the vibe like in State Farm? The vibe was, it was solid. Um, You know, the crowd, it was a classic crowd. Comes alive when the game is close, you know, kind mm-hmm. of sitting down. Other than that, uh, no, no one in the first, after the first quarter, you know, fills in good. You're right about the panic kind of starting for some people. Mm-hmm. But it's it's weird to me. We're still over the 500 mark. Usually it doesn't come until, you know, we've dropped below a couple to- a couple games. So I'm I'm not hitting any panic buttons. Uh there was a big point in the fourth quarter where we took the lead finally like by like 5 or 6 points and then the Knicks took a timeout and mm-hmm. then they went on like a run and we didn't even score at all like 6 points and then they took the lead by a point and we took another timeout. So that after that point I was like, "Oh shit, all right, here we go." So it was a tough, I think we fought, but you know, we just didn't pull it out at the end. It was, it was sloppy at the end. Yeah, for sure. You said there are a lot of Knicks fans in the arena. Yeah, they were, they were talking a little smack, you know, as they do. Uh, to be fair, they have kind of owned us other than obviously the pl- the playoff is what it is, but you yeah. know, last year they definitely won the series. They're two and oh this year. They got a, it. They got the right. It, it seems like post playoff victory. They've owned us. Right? I know Christmas it's, day. It's match up. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, luckily no F Trey Young chance though. That would really suck if those broke out. Yeah, they were booing a little bit during the free throws, but he was making them other than the one he missed at the end, but he was making them so they were, you know, shutting them up real quick. So obviously, kind of gotta start with Trey Young. I think he is drawing the most attention. The shooting slump has continued last night. He was four of twelve, oh of four from three. 
still, I mean, 15 points, 17 assists, like you're going to take that. It's just the shooting just isn't going. You're still not ready to hit the panic button on Trey's shooting yet? I'm not. I feel like he's not even ta- – the other thing about it is he's not taking a lot of shots. Like, you know, that's his normal it. volume, that's what mm-hmm. I'm confused about. So, I feel like there was a couple points in the game yesterday I was like, take that, take that, and he didn't. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm definitely confused at this point. I'll say that. I agree with you. I hate when I see Trey shying away. For, but it's like that's his bread and butter is like stretching the defense to its breaking point. And when he's second-guessing himself, you know, that's um, not a good sign. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not hitting the panic button. I just think maybe my rose colored glasses are coming off. Like I don't think 28% or whatever he's shooting from the three this year is who he is, but I think he's just, you know, not lights out Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Kyle Corver, you know, any of these sort of like yeah. um, just automatic three point shooters. I think he's like probably an average three point shooter with some like crazy range yeah. and very streaky, I guess, is how I, I mean, would define 17 it. assists is not easy to do. Like that is very yeah. impressive, even that, in a bad, in a quote, bad game for him, you know? Yeah, for sure. And obviously, DeJounte was 0 of 3 from the three point line. He's really not going to stretch the floor much either. But hey, shout out Jalen Johnson, 4-4 from behind the arc. He's really had a great year. Unbelievable. Nothing bad to say about no. Jalen Johnson at all. He he has really filled some big shoes for John Collins because obviously you and I, we're big JC fans. A lot of Hawks are, Hawks fans are very loyal to him, but we just haven't missed a beat with Jalen Johnson at the four. I'll take back what I said five seconds ago. I'm taking mm-hmm. it back immediately. Okay. All right, cool. Uh he had one a turnover yesterday that was like one of the bonehead turnovers that he used to have last year. And I was like, that's last year, Jalen. Mm-hmm. So he's gotten rid of that really for the most part. And it's been awesome to see. It really has been. Meanwhile, like DeAndre Hunter, he's still, I'm sure, dealing with the the lingering effects of a dislocated finger. I'm sure he's still dealing with that. But that said, last night was just a classic, like DeAndre's just getting cardio in, just running up and down the court. And two of seven from the field one to three from three five points you know some some nights deandre will just blend in out there yeah it's we've crazy. seen this before we have seen and it's maddening like and i've i've brought it up before i hate to harp on deandre but it's just i i don't know i think i think he's just as much to to blame for some of the hawks offensive woes as as other players but then of course you know, he, I'm sure he more than makes up for it on defense. And he didn't last night. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Jalen Brunson was getting everything you wanted on him last night in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Jalen Brunson, um, I don't have it in front of me, but what about, uh, did you see Kendrick Perkins list the top five guards in the Eastern Conference? I did. It was interesting. All right. So here's Kendrick Perkins' top five guards in the East. Number one, Tyrese Maxey. Two, Tyrese Halliburton. Three, Drew Holiday. Four, DeJounte Murray. Five, Jimmy Butler. A wildly unserious list. Number one, like, what do we do with Maxey? I, lo- I mean, I love Maxey. Is he playing that good this year? Uh, he had a 50 point. He had a 50 piece. So, okay. but I mean, still, you know, Maxey is really good. I think he is better than James Harden is at this point in his career. But I don't know wow. if he's, like, best guard in the Eastern Conference. So, anyway, yeah. I'm sorry we'll for see you dedicating. on Friday. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm sorry for dedicating 30 seconds to Kendrick Perkins. I realized as soon as that came out, of <laughs> he my always mouth, puts it on for the Hawks. So I'll I'll give it up for Big Perk. He'll he'll give us some respect when we're when we're do it. Yeah, he's really tight with Trey and his dad. So I was yeah. surprised to see that see Trey get left off his list. Uh, Trey was on the uh, I want to say Austin Rivers had a list too, and mm-hmm. he was on Trey was on Austin Rivers' list. So oh wow, because yeah, it was, it was does, weird. Trey does not get much love from players in the league. Neither does Austin Rivers, so maybe that's where the connection <laughs> maybe that's comes why, from. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Strange, uh, strange bedfellow. So anyway, a rough night last night. I'm you and I are not ready to hit the panic button. You know, it's weird that the first freak out of the season happens so early. Usually in my time covering the Hawks, it's closer to like December, January. And when we're like five, 10 games under 500 before we make our patented postseason push. So it, the first, po- the first freak out of the year came out kind of early for me. And you know what? Good news is the NBA, you never have that much time off. You can get back yeah. out there in a hurry. And like you said, we got the 76ers Friday tomorrow. So, um, before we dive into our mailbag questions, tell me your thoughts on tomorrow night's matchup against Philly. Big game. Uh, would definitely love a win. They're the number one team in the East. I want to say they have one or two losses so far this year. Eight and three. That's yeah, right. three. Okay. So yeah, for sure. Speaking of teams that have seemingly owned us since the postseason, yeah. since the like the 2021 postseason, Philly is definitely one of those teams. Anyway, we got a lot of uh, exciting questions in. Shout out to our loyal listeners for um, hitting us up with your questions. And we're going to tackle these and we're just going to trade off, go one by one and uh, take our best crack at it. We take your X questions. We take your questions from X. We take your X questions. We take your X questions. We take your questions from X. We take your X questions. So let's start off with uh, Jackie Boy at J Wells underscore 2017. How are we going to fix Clint? Can I reasonably dream about the answer being getting Embiid? Colin, your thoughts? Uh, to answer the second one, reasonably no. <laughs> uh, like like less than 5%, like 1%, <laughs> sure. You know, yeah, you yeah. know that one little speck of hope. Um, I don't think Capella's broken at all. I love Capella. I'm a Capella guy. Uh, we've, we've said this before. <laughs> Um, I think he's under. Did he, he had a bad game last night? Mm-hmm. We'll definitely say that. Yeah. What are your? Th- let me let me hear your thoughts on it. I agree with you. Embiid unfortunately is not going to come to Atlanta anytime soon. And they circle back on the first question. I think this stems the question stems from rough night last night, and also I think that botched um, alley oop at the end of the game um, is still yeah. fresh on people's minds. Left some and bad taste in people's mouth. Yeah, it did. And also Clint's number, his production is slightly down. He's averaging okay. about nine points, nine rebounds a game, which is slightly down, but still very, very serviceable player at this point in his career. And I don't think his playing time is coming at the detriment of. Okongwu yet so I still think it's a nice one-two punch kind of thunder and lightning yeah I completely agree all right so this um shout out to my friend Fred C. Cole uh Danielle um he uh asked really what we were just talking about when do we truly hit the panic button and truly shake up the roster what are the chances of seeing Mo and Kobe once they are back healthy what's going on with AJ's inconsistent minutes I don't care for Wes getting on this team all right so let's start with the first one yeah, yeah, I like it. So when do yeah. we truly hit the panic button and truly shake up the roster? Uh, not until next year. So give them this entire like 24. season? No, oh, no, oh, like, like you know, through December. Like, I'm not yeah. I'm not worried. And unless we lose, like, six in a row or seven in a row, like, we're not I, – I like this team this year, and so I'm not going to just hit the panic button because we lost mm-hmm. a close game to the Knicks, and now we're six and five. I agree. I think this roster is – much better than last year's i think this coach is much better than last year's and let's just give him a little bit more time i guess hit the panic button in february like late january yeah, like we, got february, time. we got time yeah yeah so um i understand that so what are the chances of seeing mo and kobe once they are back and healthy 
I'd say slim to none and slim just left the building. (laughs) So uh, what's going on with AJ's inconsistent minutes? This is a a topic you and I have discussed. I don't know. I do not know. Yeah. So I'm not really on the beat that much anymore. So I can't ask. um, I can't ask Quinn Snyder. And even then, I probably wouldn't. Should I I go to the next postgame presser, say, Colin from Hawk Talk. Yeah. What's up with AJ? Yeah, absolutely, man. Right. You're the only real true journalist on this podcast. Like, he didn't and even play last night. Why didn't you get any minutes last night? Insane. Coach's decision, DNP, once again. I'm worried that this does hurt. It does stifle his development. Yeah, I am too. I it's yeah, confusing. So I, I, yeah, so to answer the second question, or third question, no idea. The last one was more of a statement. I don't care for Wes getting on this team. Um, I disagree with that. Yeah, okay, okay. So He's a pest. He... He's a pest on defense. Okay. You want to go in there and have him piss someone off? He's perfect. Go pick up two fouls. Great. We need those kinds of guys. Those are, those are pivotal players. If CC and O are averaging similar stats, this is from Joel Collins, Esquire. If CC and O are averaging similar stats, parentheses, rebounds excluded, what's the harm in starting O, keeping the minutes the same to see if we start games differently defensively? Seems like teams bank on us surrendering paint points early so basically he does hit on an important point that the hawks are off to slow starts in Mm -hmm. a lot of these games he's saying what's the difference if we just um keep the minutes the same but start on yekka instead of clint i think that's an interesting idea if you want my honest opinion i still think clint's the better player at this point in his career colin tell me what you think I agree with that, what you just said. It is a very interesting point, though, because we really have been getting off to slow starts this year, and something needs to change about that. Um, The fact that he's saying keep the minutes the same, I do like it's a little more appealing to me for that reason. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Trey is a little more with the Capella, like as far as the chemistry Mm -hmm. is a little bit better better there. Capella is just taller, so it's easier to lob to him, all that sort of a thing. So I just think you want to keep Trey and Capella together. I agree. I think Trey really likes playing alongside Clint and uh, that lob threat is so important. Mm -hmm. And we can't take any more tools out of the Trey Young toolbox when his shot isn't going. Especially when the shot's not going. Yeah. So let's let's keep uh, keep those two on there together. Um, All right. So Patrick O'Shea, is this year's team any different from the other Hawks teams in the Trey Young era in terms of ceiling? feels like the same old same old so pretty loaded question for my guy patrick tell me colin is this are these does this team have a higher ceiling or is it the same old same old so i completely disagree with this team looks like the same old same old i do Mm -hmm. i see a different team out there to be honest with you the defense is so much more effort so much more just hey let's really work on what we've been working on less hey hey, yeah you try a shot hey yeah no you try Mm -hmm. a shot you know Mm -hmm. it's much more team chemistry building um I, I'm, I think the main reason because of that is obvious. It's Quinn. You know, we have a really good coach that everyone's vying into. And I think that's the factor that, you know, sets it different from the other teams. For sure. I agree. I think this team is better. I understand, like, for sure, you look at the standings. From the outside looking in, I can understand why you would think it's the same old, same old. For sure. And big picture, it's like, you know, we were, we all remember that stat that kept floating around last year. It's where, like, the Hawks over the past 100 games were, like, 50 and 50 or whatever. It's like yeah. they're super mid. And it's like, well, we're kind of mid again, but this this roster I think has a higher ceiling, and uh, I think the East is a little bit more open. Also, um, I don't know. I, I ask around. Like, I've got a friend who writes for Hoop Type, and he messaged me last night before the collapse, and he was like, "I told you this Hawks roster was better," and he's 
totally um you know he's not biased like like yeah. we are so you know what can make this team better i don't know man um another all-star that's still neat another another all-star or yeah. you know what <laughs> maybe bring back uh veteran presence if speaking the trey young air bring back um vince yeah. bring back uh chandler bring mm-hmm. back evan Lou turner Will. yeah Lou. yeah exactly that's all we're missing <laughs> that's all we're missing all right uh last question am slug at slug talk not even a question and probably won't even make it but oh you're making it you're making it buddy but hunter and capella doesn't even elevate this team uh so again more frustration um uh directed at deandre and clint and we kind of hit on this earlier i'm i'm with you bro i'm just as frustrated with deandre's play and it just seems like he's consistently inconsistent throughout his career and then clint you know i've I've stated that i still think that he's a very very serviceable player and important for trey to play alongside take that one on colin yeah i completely agree with what you said uh but the hunter thing he's not wrong as far as elevating you know because with the hunter stuff it's like all right take the ball and try some stuff you know it's not a lot of and he's I feel like he's not a catch and shoot guy, you know, and like when we when we whip it over to him on the wing, like Sadiq catch shoot, bogey catch shoot, yeah. you know, he's got to kind of catch, figure out what he wants to do and then get to what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like herky jerky on offense. Yeah. Like he's got to put the ball on the floor. He's got to dribble like 12 times. And once he puts his head down, that's it. Like you're not seeing the ball again. Uh, I know for a while, like he was very efficient corner three point shooting. I, I should go back and pull that up but yeah. yeah for the most part he's not a catch and shoot player like that which is kind of weird for a three and d prototypical three and d player team. exactly but either way long story short we're not panicked yet still very optimistic still love we, our roster still love our roster still love trey still love clint and then um yeah other than that uh we'll see what happens with the philadelphia 76ers on friday i think that might be our first loss in in-season tournament history but we'll see. All right. We shall see. All right. Shout out to Colin for being there in the arena last night. Boots on the ground. Shout out to all of our loyal listeners. Keep uh, sending us questions, pictures, videos, all that good stuff, rants. And we'll be back with another episode soon. baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed seven percent apy and there's no fees penalties or minimum balance required and they can be redeemed whenever you like you can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds go to worthybonds.com backslash save that's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. 
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.